Welcome to a special edition of MLB Extras. Let's listen in as Yankees manager Aaron Boone addresses the media from the winter meetings in Las Vegas. Really good. Um, you know, I've been a little bit slow here so far. Um, I think as a whole, winter meetings-wise, you know, we haven't had the huge splashes yet. But, um, you know, to be able to get a James Paxton uh, to kind of kick off our offseason, huge. Um, we're so excited that what he's going to bring to our club. Um, we feel like for as good a pitcher as he's been, um, we feel like there's even more upside and, and feel like we have a chance to even get his best years um, out of him with us. So we're really excited to add him to to our rotation. And, and now, obviously, um, Cash and, and all the guys are really hard at work at, you know, whether it's th through trades, through free agency, of trying to uh, upgrade and, and tweak and and you know, help us get a little bit better so that we're ready to roll come spring. How do you self-evaluate the last two months I mean, I hate to be too generic, but it, everything. I mean, and, and I don't know if I, it, it's so much self-evaluating as you go through the winter it's every day is an evaluation you know every day you come in during the season whether you won whether you lost whether a move worked out um you know a decision made you know hopefully you're always taking stock of those things and and evaluating and um and and putting into your experience and and learning from it and and that continues in the winter you know living in the area obviously now i'm at the ballpark all the time and in there most days kind of getting ready and thinking through things for for next year and spring training and up in the front office collaborating as much as i can as well so um it's you know nothing really stops and you're constantly trying to um you know, do things that hopefully improve, you know, myself, but all, more importantly, improve our club. I don't know. I, maybe, uh, maybe a, maybe a, it's a little more widespread. Maybe back in the day, you you had the level of, you know, certain managers that didn't really communicate as much. But I still think the really good ones, in their own way, do a great job of communicating and, and tapping into individuals. Um, you know, it's 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 obviously a team game, but um, played by individuals that we're trying to you know, get the most out of every guy. I feel like that's one of the most important jobs I have, my coaches have. And, you know, it's upon us to kind of figure out what makes them tick. Some Everyone's a little bit different. Some guys you kind of leave alone, go get them. Other guys, um, you know, it's it's more of a uh, daily checking in, talking, coaching, whatever. Um, and I think that's one of the challenges, one of the fun parts of the job is trying to figure out how to tap into those guys. Right. Yeah, I don't know if 
I mean, my process, it's just kind of in a way, I mean, obviously we're not playing games and, you know, so you're not in the grind of the everyday of the season. But for me, it's, you know, I'm here. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in the ballpark probably three, four days a week. I'm in the front office. So it's just kind of a continuation of trying to, you know, where can I get better? Where can we get better? What are things, you know, we can implement in spring training that maybe help us uh, get a little better, you know, conferring with different people within our organization, our coaches about things that um, we want to impart on some of our guys to, to work on in the winter or things to think about in the winter to apply to their game as they get ready, you know, in their off-season training. Um, all those things just, in a way, it's just kind of a continuation and a kind of a way of life, really. What was the biggest lesson you learned for you know, I think it just, you become hyper-focused on understanding um, how important the next play is, tomorrow is. Um, and I always, you know, I've always tried to carry that with me in sports, you know, whether I'm coaching my kids in youth ball or um, at this level of, you know, how important the next play is and to, to try and not let um, your emotions really get the best of you to where you're affecting um, the next play. And I tell my players that all the time. The next play is the most important one. Um, and, you know, but constantly trying to live that. Oh. Um, I, you know, I, I don't really look at it that way at this point in the winter because, you know, everyone's kind of rounding out their teams in, in varying degrees. So, you, you know, as we sit here today, we're going to be a little bit different two months from now as we head into spring training. I'm sure they will. I'm sure all these teams that are here trying to improve in varying degrees. Um, Obviously, they were an unbelievable team this year, a monster. And uh, but we also understand that um, we feel like we're very much on on level ground with them. And um, you know, we've we've obviously got areas that we need to improve to kind of close that gap. But um, we feel like when we're at our best, um, we're as good as any team in the world. I don't. Um, I think the off season will kind of dictate it, and the different moves we um, make will kind of dictate that. I will say I feel with Glaber and his versatility, I feel it becomes about the best player and the best option and what makes the most sense roster-wise. And I think Glaber gives us that flexibility with his ability to play a couple different spots. So I feel really good about that. So I want to, where, where, wherever we go, um, I hope it's more about getting best player, you know, and, and obviously so many things go into that as far as, you know, financial considerations, contracts, all that. But um, I think Glaber gives us that flexibility. Mm -hmm. 
Um, well, I would like to think that he very much was back on track at the end of the season. And um, I think those of you that cover me all the time understand that I really love the player. I love the person. Um, obviously, this year in a lot of ways was a very tough year. Um, you know, dealing with some injuries offensively, the, the scrutiny that goes on with, with him behind the plate all the time. But I think a lot of the things that I witnessed from him behind the scenes that actually did show up in games, so, you know, um, I think this year is going to be a, a huge year of growth for him. And going through some of the challenges and adversity that he went through, I think is going to make him a better player. Um, he's, you know, spending a lot of time in Tampa this winter. He's, um, you know, already in very good shape. Um, and I feel like he, he's going to come back and have a really great season for us on both sides of the ball. And, um, and I think a lot of that started to happen towards the end of the year and frankly it was happening maybe a little bit in an inconsistent manner but things we were seeing behind the scenes and even that showed up in the games at times um i think we're going to see a great player right yeah, I don't. I don't know that I have anything specific for you. Um, hopefully, you know, as I sit here today, basically a little bit over a year after I was hired, you know, and being at the winter meetings, um, you know, last year I was learning people in the room's names and what they did, and you know, what are their values? Who are they? How's this? How's this all work? Who's got a loud voice in the room, those kind of things. I have relationships with all these people now. So hopefully um, I'm so much ahead of the game from where I was last year. Um, and, you know, I've kind of used, hopefully we hit the ground running. In a lot of ways, I think we were able to do that last year, actually. And I credit the people around me for, for allowing that to happen. But um, hopefully we'll just, in every area, be that much more buttoned up than we were at this time and then heading into spring training last year. Mm -hmm. The shortcomings are easier to see. Yeah. When people talk about the strengths, game calling, game planning, sometimes those aren't as easy for people to see. Correct. Are there examples of that that stand out to you as to why he is good at those things that you guys have yeah, um, you know, as much as we can quantify things, you know, we, we do do that. You know, obviously, I think a lot of times when we talk about Gary, you know, people talk about the pass balls and something that certainly we want to, we want to improve on, we want him to improve on. But sometimes that's one time in the course of a couple of days that, you know, shows up and kind of, I think, clouds and takes away 95% of the work he's doing back there that's really good and really efficient um, as far as, you know, his continued ability as a, as a receiver that I feel like he continues to get better and better at. I think everyone sees and understands what he does to a running game with his ability to throw. Um, 
and then just, you know, as we kind of evaluate each and every day um, and to see how he's invested in the game plan and then the b- ability to go out there and execute it in our judgment. And that's something that that's frankly a little subjective, you know, is in our judgment, um, something that he was really good at last year. And, and I feel like something that um, he takes pride in and 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 hopefully an area that he even continues to improve at. Yeah, you know, I think obviously we have, um, you know, a game plan each and every day that, you know, Larry and, and the catchers are intimately involved with and with the starting pitchers and the um, and yeah, so it's it's diving into that understanding. I think he has a really good feel of of um, opposing hitters. I think he's got a really good sense of that. And and just, you know, as we kind of again, as we evaluate kind of each and every night, more often than not, we're, we came away kind of giving them high marks in that regard. Yes. I love the competition of it, but I think we can say that in any sport that you're passionate about or somebody that plays a sport or is involved in, the competition is is ultimately the best. Um, you know, the game is, I mean, I was born into this game, played it and been lived it my entire life, so it kind of becomes a part of you. Um, I just think the the conversations, the camaraderie, um, even talking with you guys throughout the year, just all the nuances that, um, you know, that you can talk about over the course of a season, over the course of a game, the differing, differing opinions that um, people have, kind of the grayness of the game is something that um, I appreciate. But but the comp- competition and the and for me, the just the lifelong relationships and the camaraderie you, you form uh, amongst the team. You know, I, I think at times some of the, um, and I, in in my own way, kind of prepared myself going in the the inevitable, unpredictable things that come across the desk almost on a daily basis, from minor things to things that are more, you know, serious, um, and how you handle those. You never know how you're going to handle those, and, um, and that's a challenge because, you know, you're never totally prepared, I guess, for all the different things that, that do come across on a daily basis. Um, so I, I would say... That's the biggest challenge, the unknown of what's around the corner all the time. That, that may be baseball-related, but may not be baseball-related. When you're dealing with an organization and, you know, over you know, 25, 30 players and coaches and everything, things come up all the time that um, you've got to deal with in real time. And that's, you know, that's a challenge. Um, 
it's it's kind of different. Each each case is a little bit different. Um, you know, sometimes sometimes it's expected and 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 it's not a big surprise, or it's a younger player that you know knows it's coming. And in those times, it's a little easier. But there's sometimes when there's a difficult decision that needs to be made. And it's one of those decisions that may be a little gray. There may be some people in the room that argue in one way. Somebody may be arguing another way. And at the end of the day, you know, these decisions sometimes affect the livelihoods of players and, and people that, frankly, you really care about. So um, you don't take that lightly. And at times um, that can be difficult, but also you understand it's a – it's it's one of parts of the job. Yeah, I think he'll be physically a little bit better, and I think Every player that goes through the wear and tear of the season, you know, that especially when you've dealt with injuries, you know, that he's obviously just getting over. But, you know, the totality of injuries that accumulate over the course of years, you know, you benefit a lot from the rest and kind of recuperation you get in the winter. Um, and I think Aaron's one of those guys that will absolutely benefit from that. Um, you know, the year, the prior offseason, he had the shoulder surgery, you know, so he probably wasn't have, able to have as normal an offseason as far as training regimen and, you know, how he'd go about getting ready for spring training. I think he'll be ahead of the curve in that way. Um, you know, obviously he finished the season very strong for us um, in his play. So I'm not worried about anything with him, but I am excited that he's going to have a normal offseason as far as going into the offseason fairly healthy. And hopefully that benefits him in his ability to get ready for for this season. I think maybe early on, you know, he wasn't consistently the power didn't come right away, the normal awesome power we saw. But then again, you know, from from the first day he stepped in the box with no rehab games, he hits a rocket to right field and the at-bat quality was there. Then he goes and obviously has a huge postseason playoff. You know, he played great in the playoffs, hitting for power, the power that, you know, he didn't have maybe that final week of the season certainly was there in the postseason. So, um, no, I think he, he finished the season in a very good place physically. Right. Um, sure, I think there can be that factor. Um, I think sometimes, I, I do believe we overstate that sometimes. You know, sometimes a guy just struggles. Sometimes a guy comes and has a great year, and it, it's not necessarily because of New York or, or the other way, you know, but we attach it to that probably more so than we should. Um, 
but there's no question that playing in New York's a little bit different, you know. Um, and um, you know, I, I think t- does take a special kind of makeup. Um, so, as best we can as an organization, um, we try and prepare our our players coming up through the minor leagues as best we can to be equipped to handle all that goes with being a New York Yankee playing in New York. Um, and as best we can, when we bring somebody from outside the organization, we, we try and um, ultimately put them in the best position to succeed and, and, and have so many resources at their, at their fingertips to hopefully help them adjust and, and get acclimated as best you can. And we'll continue to do that. And I think, I think overall we do a pretty good job of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had such a great season. I mean, 108 wins, I think, speaks for itself. The, the run they went on in the postseason to take us out and then go do what they did to Houston and the Dodgers, there's no denying that they were the best team in the, in, in the game this year. And they did it from, from basically opening day through, through the end of the World Series. You know, when I say I just know that we're capable – and we're at our best of of beating anyone and and we will continue to feel that way and hopefully the the things we do this winter that the tweaks we make to our club the the inevitable changes we make with our club hopefully allow us to close that gap um what they did really well you know i think from a lineup standpoint they were just so dynamic with you know you know really balanced Obviously, a few really superstar players, MVP caliber seasons and in, in what Mookie and J.D. were able to do. Um, the versatility of their offense, um, you know, you saw it manifest itself in the postseason with their ability to just get big hits in tough spots. Um, the ability to also hit the ball out of the ballpark. The ability to steal bases. Athletic group. Um, it was a really dynamic offense, and uh, and I think proved to be the best offense in the game th- for, throughout the year. Take a few more. Yeah, I do. Um, I think you know I've said a lot, and I think. A lot of you guys witness just what a good pro he was. I mean, from really the start, um, he was he was accountable. Um, I think he worked really hard um, to get settled in to endear himself to his new teammates. Um, the work ethic he showed day in and day out, the consistent person that he was day in and day out through through all the ups and downs of the season. And when you look back on it turned in a really productive year but I don't think there's any question that he's going to come in this year you know knowing his teammates knowing where he lives knowing the city knowing the organization knowing the resources available to him on a daily basis um, and hopefully it allows him to uh, go out and and have an even bigger year than than he had this year I, I think that is my expectation for him. Uh, I think I, I always want to see our guys do things a little bit better. And, um, 
you know, this that. Yeah, I don't. Um, sure, but I don't want to get too far in the weeds with you know the things that we do behind the scenes. I think he's very aware of of the things he wants to do from an approach standpoint, from how he um, prepares and gets ready, and um, I'm confident you'll see even a greater spike up in 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 what he was able to do this year. Yeah, um, I was just in Tampa a couple of weeks ago, and he was there working. Um, you know, I think there were some things. I, I don't know so much second half, but but I do think there were still some physical things that he was kind of dealing with, grinding through, um, that that probably had some effect on on performance. Um, you know, one thing I've I've said about Greg, even though it was a very tough year for him and and obviously him losing a lot of playing time towards the end of the year, it's certainly in the organization's mind and in my mind, I understand what he's still capable of being. And, you know, opportunity will knock for him at some point. It's inevitable. And, you know, it'll just be incumbent on him to, to take advantage of those opportunities when they're made available to him. But we we still feel like, given the opportunity and when he's in, in a good place, that he has a chance to still be an impact player for us.